All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation Hello and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show presented by Hoopball. My name is Adrian Benjamins and I'm joined by Neil Rochelani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get yourself some delicious coffee and taste the Kona difference. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com. You can also find their amazing coffee over on Amazon. Neil my man, how are you doing? Are you staying warm? Uh, how are you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, staying warm. Um, just bracing for this ridiculous, might be like the coldest day in Chicago recent memories coming up on Wednesday. We're going to have a low of negative 20 with the wind chill of negative 50. Um, everything I've seen has been canceled. Schools are already canceled. Everything's going to be shut down the city, offices. Talk to some friends. Um, other offices are telling them don't come in. So we'll see how it. Uh, I think Wednesday I'm going to hibernate. So just preparing for that. Other than that, I'm doing okay. Other than that, typical weather. Uh, let me guess: 65, 70 degrees in LA. What's it, what's it like out there? Well, 
Neil, I think I can relate. <laughs> I, I think I can start to relate to you. We got a rainstorm heading in uh, Thursday through Monday. We got rain with uh, and the temperature is supposed to hit a balmy 60 degrees while it's going to rain here. So uh, I think I can relate now to what you're going through, man. <laughs> California soft. Isn't that what they say? That's just, that's just crazy. Anyway, hopefully the rain won't be uh, any flooding. I know you guys had some rain before, before, and there are some like, you know, there's always mudslide issues out there. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, basketball news. They're sort of a flood of news today with um, Anthony Davis saying he does not want to resign with the Pelicans. Do you think, let me, I'm going to throw this right out there. Do you think that Anthony Davis has played his last game with the Pelicans? No, and I'm going to tell you why. It makes a ton of sense for the Pelicans to wait for the summer. And the reason is, if I am the Pelicans, I want to make a deal with the Celtics. I think the Celtics can offer the best package for Anthony Davis. Neil, I want Jason Tatum who's the future of the NBA. I want Terry Rozier. I want Jalen Brown. The Celtics have a high draft pick in this upcoming draft. I want their draft pick. So wait for the summer. Uh, the Celtics cannot make a trade until I think it's early July. This is due to they've already made a trade for Kyrie Irving. And under this NBA rule, they cannot uh, make another trade until July I believe it's July 7th. So uh, I'm I'm waiting for that date. You know, the Pelicans have Anthony Davis under contract for another year. So why rush it, right? I don't know. What do you think, Neil? Yeah, I think you're right about the Celtics. Um, as much as I hate to say that, they probably have the best assets to offer. Uh, I'm just wondering, though. So, yeah, you're right. I think I think New Orleans... It's in their best interest to wait. I think the other great asset, of, of course, is whoever gets the number one pick, right? Um, Zion Williamson is, I don't know if you saw his stats tonight, but he is just going nuts down there in Durham. Um, and he may be, you know, the next AD. I know it's a big if, but uh, he's the he's the closest thing we've seen, right, since Anthony Davis has come into the league. The guy that size, that strength, that athleticism. Um, so you're right. I think it looks good for them to wait. I think it's better for them to wait. I wonder though if they wanted, they're worried about injury. So I wonder if they would shut him down um, and just not play him. That's, that's my concern as well. Not just he's uh, traded right away, but that he doesn't get, doesn't play. And they sit him. I, that's, I don't know. I don't know how that, that's a realistic thing, but have him sit for 30 games. Do you think that's possible? Okay. So coach Gentry has said that he's a professional He's made it clear that he wants to play. Neil, there are rumors that he could return as early as Saturday. But I have a question for you. I got hit up by a good friend of the show, Brent. He asked on Twitter, what do you do with AD right now? For fantasy, do you stand pat? Do you hold Anthony Davis? Or is it time to jump ship? Do you move him? Now, I am under the assumption if he's coming back, He's the best player in fantasy when he, when he plays. So I would hold him, but I can understand if you're worried. You you express some concern that you might be worried. I think there's a lot of other people that are worried. I'm okay with moving him, but if you're going to move him, man, 
I want two studs back in return. What would you do, Neil? And you own him, Neil. So yeah, I so have. I, yeah, yeah. I don't have any shares of him. You actually do. So I want to hear Brent on Twitter. Good friend of the show wants to hear. What do you do with Anthony Davis? Well, here's the problem um, that I'm facing with. I own him in two of my three leagues. Uh, luckily enough, he had the number one pick in both those leagues. And like you said, I took him. Um, people are going to discount. So if I'm if I'm trying to trade Anthony Davis right now. People are going to assume that, um, not assume, but people are not going to take the risk. They're going to they're going to discount him for the risk that he may not play this season, and that's the reason why I'm trading him. Uh, obviously, I'm not. I don't think his value is going to change if he happens to be traded to another team in real life. So I don't want to take the discount. It, I don't think I can get fair market value for him in a trade. So I am just going to hold and hope he doesn't end up sitting. I'm not willing to. Do, I'm not going to get great value back, so why would I do it? I'm not going to get enough value to run my leagues, um, so I'm just going to hold on to them, unfortunately. I think if you're in a situation where you have owners that are willing to trade um, another first-round pick, I would do it. I mean, I would take Harden for him straight up right now, right? Yes. I mean, there's no question. I would take – I'm looking at the top, the top guys. I would take Kevin Durant straight up right now for him. I would take – I would go all the way down to Jokic. I would take him. I would take Giannis. I would take – I'd even take Vucevic right now straight up for him because I, I think there is a 10 – a greater than 10% chance he doesn't play another game this season. I agree with your take on you know those top 10 guys, top eight guys. Let's say you can flip him straight up for these top eight guys. I'm okay with that. And then the second option for me – I want two guys in the top three rounds. So give me two top 30 guys. Let me give you an example. Uh, Neil, maybe Jimmy Butler and uh, Tobias Harris. Maybe uh, Miles Turner if you need a big and throw in Kimba Walker. Like if I can get two guys like that, I will make a move uh, for something like that. But that's it, man. I will not sell. And you know what? I still feel like I'm selling a little low with how outstanding Anthony Davis has been. It's it's just what you said about you're putting that 10% chance that maybe he doesn't play, maybe he gets shut down. So uh, just because of that, I'm going to expect to get a little bit lower return. But I would not take anything less than that. What do you think? I mean, I would definitely do that. I don't think I can get that, though. I think um, anyone who's going to be buying Davis is going to be very skeptical, and they're going to want to really lowball me because they know the predicament I'm in. Um, so maybe if so, it depends about how knowledgeable your league is. If it's a very knowledgeable league, which tends to be the ones that I'm in, it's um, it's hard to get two, like you said, quality players for him right now with the uncertainty. But I would be willing to take certainty up until maybe Lillard. Um, I would go as low as Lillard right up, straight up. If someone in one of my two leagues offered me him, I think. Because um, because if AD doesn't play again, my I, my, my whole season's dead. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I went from feeling so good about my team to feeling like if AD is not playing. Hey, the only bright side is I got Okafor in one league, so that would be that would be the only bright side. I picked up Okafor in a few leagues, too, so yeah. I, that would be a bright side for me. But, hey, look, I am hearing he could play as soon as Saturday. So if you're concerned, maybe wait for him to put up a, that 
I'm sure he's going to have a monster game if he plays. Wait for him to have a giant line, then float an offer. Those people that are concerned are going to be way more likely to make a move on him if they see him come back and play a sure, big game. Sure, Yeah, so, if he comes back and plays, um, I would still might want to flip a top five asset for him because he might get shut down earlier than normal um, You know, because of this. if Once the Pelicans maybe fall out of playoff race, they decide not to play him anymore. Um so maybe uh, if that's the case of what management's going to do, then I might flip him for a top five guy. But uh, until he plays again, I don't think I can get the value I want. So I'm not even going to flow an offer. I guess I'll listen to offers, but um, that's where I stand right now. I'm going to just stand pat and see when he comes back, if he comes back. Gosh, it's so hard. I mean, I love this guy. Um, I wonder um, what the impetus was to announce it. So, I mean, right today or whenever it was last night, this morning. Um, but this changes everything for the Pelicans. It looks like Holiday even said the reason he came to um, New Orleans was to, uh, or the reason he signed there was to play with Anthony Davis. And how does he, what does this mean for his value, for Miritich, Randall, those guys, if and when they, you know, come back on the court for, uh, in the short term? It could change everything there. So I would grab on the Okafor if he's still out there. It's probably not, sadly. But uh, he becomes, I think, much more valuable. Yeah, that's where I'm going to leave it. It's it's too much uncertainty for me to know. Sorry. I just, I just don't know. It's a crazy situation, and it's going to be very interesting to watch going into the trade deadline. I do not expect him to get moved at the trade deadline, but going to be very interesting still to see – what happens and a situation we're going to be watching for the rest of the year. Very, very uh, just crazy, man. Just insane. It just was not expecting it. So, okay, Neil, we got a lighter slate of games for a Monday. Shall we jump into it? I'm not seeing really much of any other news or notes to talk about. Do you, uh, do you got anything? No, nothing of really of significance clearly compared to that or even, of relative significance. So I think we can just go right into the games. I think it is my turn to lead us yes, off. Yes, sir. Uh, New York, Charlotte is the first game I have. New York falls 92 to 101 on the New York side. Um, let's see, looking at the box score, uh, I think one thing really dropped, uh, jumped out at me, and that was um, Trey Burke to 25 minutes starting. Um, I think he is streamable as long as. Uh, uh, Moutier is going to be inactive um, tonight. Not a great line, but he did start. A lot of the starters got yanked early, so they did not play a lot of minutes. He got 25 minutes, um, nine points, two rebounds, three assists, four of 11 shooting. If you need a stream of point guard, I think he should be had as an option. Um, not much else here. Nice to see uh, Vonley bounce back, at least in terms of minutes. Got 35 minutes tonight. I think he has a trust of his coach. We know that he is a quality player in this league, a low-end fantasy asset that I trust. Not a great night, though. Five points, 12 rebounds, two assists. Uh, did have a block. Um, Hardaway Jr., double-doubled, so kind of what we expect, at least in terms of him having lots of minutes and lots of opportunity delivered tonight. Um, and this, Other than that, it kind of reminds me of uh, Brooklyn. You know, They're in the same city, so I'll mention them. A lot of guys getting lots of minutes, uh, a lot of wings, a lot of um, different complimentary players. So not trusting a whole lot here. Still like Hardaway, still like Vonley. Knox, unfortunately, his percentages aren't great. 
good for a points league. And that is really it I'm trusting right now. We'll see if the trade deadline changes things. Um, but Burke can be streamed, I think, for the for the foreseeable future until those guys come back. And um, that's my thoughts on the Knicks. What do you think? Um, I, ah, the Knicks, I love your take on Trey Burke. Uh, Moutier is out. Nilakina is out. And it uh, looks like they may miss a few more games. I know Nilakina could be out for two weeks maximum with a growing injury. So, uh, fire up Trey Burke, man. I think he could be a good low end point guard to stream while those two guys are out. And other than that, man. Uh, Knicks frustrate me to no end. Uh, and so, um, yeah. All right. I'm going to jump over on the Hornets. Uh, going to start with Kemba Walker. Uh, a little disappointing tonight. Shot, he only shot 5 of 16. He Like every once in a while, he has these bad shooting nights. 14 points, 2 blocks, 5 assists, 5 boards, 2 threes, 5 of 16 from the field, 2 of 2 from the line. Nicholas Batum. Um, six points, four blocks, two assists, six rebounds, one three on two of six shooting. Jeremy Lamb with a pretty solid game here. 15 points, a block, a steal, three assists, nine boards, one three on six of 12 shooting, two of two from the line. Um, off. Oh, Marvin Williams. I've seen this guy hit some waiver wires. Uh, He's up and down. Tonight he was a little bit down, shot really poor, was only 3 of 12 from the field, 1 of 8 from downtown for 7 points, 1 block, 3 assists, 7 boards. Look, the minutes are there. The usage is there. Deep leagues, if he's available, I'm picking him up uh, just because I think he's going to shoot it better than this on most nights. uh, Oh, I already mentioned Jeremy Lamb. Off the bench, man, I really love – uh bridges he's got such a great game it's just uh i can't trust his minutes and his role but man the future is bright for this kid 11 points off the bench a steal a block three assists eight rebounds one three four or five from the field i think in a couple of seasons he's going to be a very nice fantasy asset some really nice production off the bench monk with 14 points hernan gomez with 11 tony parker with 15 points uh, Zeller's going to be back soon. Neil, what do you think of the Charlotte Hornets? Um, yeah, Williams is the one that, uh, if he's out there, he's so much better in nine cat leagues, um, because his turnovers are so low. It's like a 40, uh, rank difference, um, outside looking in on the eight cat league. So I'm not picking up my eight cat league, but nine cat leagues, I would scoop him up. Um, Batum, like I said, is back in there. Uh, in eight cat leagues and nine cat leagues along with lamb who's been not as good as I thought this season. I expected him to be like around 70th this year. You know, he's one Oh three. Um, so much, uh, much lower than I expected. And I agree with you on bridges. He's a future asset in this league, uh, fantasy asset and real life asset. Um, just not there yet. I, I need, I need field goal percentage in one league. I might, Look to pick up Zeller ahead of time. Uh, he's very unsexy. Uh, one of the most boring guys in fantasy. Um, but he is expected to be back um, in about a week. So I'm going to wait a few more days and then maybe I'll pick him up. Um, still deciding on that. All right. Um, that's all I think 
I'm going to add to your Charlotte analysis. Let's go on to game two, Brooklyn versus Boston. Uh, Brooklyn falls here, 104 to 112. On the Brooklyn side, um, Hollis Jefferson back in the starting lineup, that, that jumped out at me, played 27 minutes. You know, a lot of these Brooklyn guys get in the mid to high 20 minutes. They run a lot. They run very deep. Um, 14 points for Hollis Jefferson tonight. 7-19 shooting, though, not great from the field did have two blocks did have nine rebounds so helped you in those two categories three assists to go along with that um d'angelo russell with a solid night 10 out 20 from the field four three-pointers three steals he has been solid this year much better than anticipated uh joe harris just played 19 minutes tonight so kind of a slow night from him two personal fouls see if there was an injury news on him i am not um Seeing no. anything on no, I'm not seeing so much has just been they decided to go with Carroll who played twenty eight minutes. Off the bench, uh, the other big story is Shabazz Napier. Uh maybe it's Shabazz Napier. Twenty six minutes, twenty points on six of sixteen shooting, four six from the line, so his percentages were not good, but did make four three pointers, two steals, five assists, two rebounds, twenty points. So a very good fancy night from him. I am not gonna buy in on him though. I know with the injuries to um, Dinwiddie and Levert. We'll see if and when he comes back and how good he looks. I just think Brooklyn is one of those teams, like the Celtics, where there'll be someone different popping up every night. And tonight it might have just been Napier's night. So I am not. And even with the line he put up tonight, it wasn't spectacular fantasy-wise. It's more like an 80 to 100 line. So I'm going to not not rush out and get him. Um, any thoughts on him or anyone else on the Nets? Um, I am ready to jump to make a move on Hollis Jefferson if he's available. Look, it's risky. He's injury prone. He's been very off and on. But uh, I think the potential is there for him to put up, uh, to have a lot of nights like he did tonight. You know, great line from him. Great all-around line from him. So uh, he's available in some of my leagues. I might make a move on him, and then the other guy, Shabazz Napier, as you mentioned, uh, I agree with you. It's a risky add. I may add him in a league. This is a fourteen-team league where I am desperate for point guard help. Uh, I did not think that he would just step into that Dinwiddie role, but it looks like the minutes are there. He took sixteen shots tonight. If he's going to continue to get that kind of usage, I think he could put up some low end point guard numbers so i may make a move on him i'm talking deep leagues in standard leagues probably not most definitely not but in deeper leagues i'm desperate for some point guard help so i may make a move on him okay that's all i got gonna jump over on the celtic side no Kyrie irving for this one so uh scary terry got the start man terry rosier 14 points two steals seven assists seven rebounds two threes Six of 15 shooting from the field, giving us a little preview of what he could do in a starting uh, role. And I love it, man. I would really. Oh, you know what, Neil? This is the bummer part now. This whole Anthony Davis thing is probably going to put a halt on the Celtics making any moves at the trade deadline. Right. Like the Celtics, uh, uh, they they would need to save all their assets for 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 enticing 
the Pelicans to make a deal with them. So I, I don't think the Celtics are going to do anything at the trade deadline, man, um, which is a bummer. Marcus Smart having a great game, 21 points, two blocks, five steals, seven assists, two rebounds, was four of 10 from downtown, seven of 15 from the field, three of four from the line. It's an outstanding game from Marcus Smart. Uh, Marcus Morris having a good game. We see this from him, 15 points, two blocks, a steal, three assists, eight boards, one three, six of 13 shooting from the field. Tatum, this was a letdown, man. I thought Tatum was going to have a nice game, but he only shot three of nine for six points. He did have two blocks, a steal, an assist, and six rebounds, but I was expecting more from him. Uh, pretty good game from Al Horford. Double-doubled with 14 points, 11 boards, six blocks from him. That's outstanding. One steal, five assists on six of 11, shooting two and two from the line. Jalen Brown uh, stepping up big off the bench, playing 32 minutes. So getting starter minutes off the bench, nine of 16 from the field for 21 points, two assists, six rebounds, three of five from downtown. Gordon Hayward was a big letdown, man. This guy's been rough. Uh, super up and down this season. Only two points tonight in 21 minutes, and uh, not too much else to talk about. Neil, what do you what do you think of the Celtics? You know, I forgot about that point. That was a great um, thing you said about uh, the Davis ripple effect, right? The um, Celtics may not make many moves. The only way they'd make a move is if Davis gets traded somewhere else before the trade deadline, and then they decide at that point they can. They can make their move as well. So you're right, though. They're probably going to hold hold tight going after the trade deadline unless something changes with Anthony Davis's status. Um, so Terry Rozier may not be starting anywhere anytime soon. Uh, other than that, um, not much else to say tonight. Yeah, Kyrie, probably just a rest game. You know, I don't think it's anything serious. Um, also, they rested... Uh, did they rest anybody else? No, it was just just Kyrie. Um, I will say about Hayward. Yeah, he's been mostly down. Yeah, one thirty eight overall in eight cat leagues, droppable in eight cat leagues. I'm holding on to him just out of name recognition. It's stupid, and I, I have this false hope he's going to somehow turn around. He's he. I have no reason to think he will at this point. I think he might be fine next season. Maybe it takes an entire season to recover from this. So I'm not going to give up on him as a. NBA player or fantasy asset forever, but this season I think uh, he's not going to deliver, and there are better options out there. Um, and as we know, the Celtics uh, often will just rest players, or players will play a much smaller role on a night-to-night basis. So, um, not trusting him. That is it for uh, Boston. Um, now you got my hopes down, Adrian. Twice, yeah. <laughs> once on Anthony Davis, and twice on uh, Terry Rozier. I'm bummed too, man. <laughs> I, I don't want you to do I'm any more analysis too. tonight. Thank you. Um, Denver versus Memphis. Oh, I think I forgot a game up here. Uh, Golden State, Indiana. Sorry. Let's go back to that one. Golden State wins very comfortably, one thirty-two to one hundred on the road here. This team is just so good with Cousins now in the lineup. They rested Draymond Green tonight. Um, starting Jordan Bell, which was interesting, played 19 minutes. Even in the 19 minutes, you know, he's so overshadowed by all these superstars that he's not going to do much tonight. Just eight points, five rebounds, four assists. So this was his, his uh, highest uh, minute total, I think, probably this season in a in a competitive game, at least when it started off. And um, 
didn't do much. Uh, Cousins, 25 minutes, uh, 22 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. 7-12 shooting, 7-9 from the free throw line. No defensive stats. This is a pretty solid game from him. And I think kind of what we're going to expect going forward. I had said that he might be around the 40 to 50th range. And I think this game kind of falls into that. Um, this is probably like, it's a negative 10 on basketball monster. I'm trying to see how that compares up with the entire season. Just bear with me one second here. Um, that is like a 70th on the player Raider tonight's tonight's line. And I think he's going to play a little more minutes. So I think 50 is probably more likely what you can expect from him. Um, Thompson, 31 minutes, uh, not too great for him, 16 points. Curry, 26 points, 6 of 8 from 3-point land. That is just phenomenal. Uh, solid game from Durant. These guys really didn't impress too hard. It was a blowout game. Uh, so some of the subs got in there. Looney got 18 minutes off the bench. Livingston, 14. McKinney, 12. Uh, Iguodala even played 27 minutes. Just the cruise control type situation. Nothing to take away here except Cousins, that, that 50th. Somewhere between 40 and, and, and 50, I think, is the valuation I would place on him. Um, I don't know if you can trade him. Um, maybe you can trade him and get better. Um, but there is obviously the upside as a um, as he gets as he gets more and more time on the court. Uh, any thoughts on the uh, Warriors? Cousins is exceeding my expectations. I had very low expectations for him to uh, just come in here. I didn't think he'd be playing 25 minutes a game. I thought he'd be playing, you know, minutes in the high to mid teens just to work him back. I thought, um, you know, it was going to take him some time, but. Neil, uh, his per game average, he's the 60th player. Uh, if you just look at the per game numbers, as you said, he he could get better as the season goes on. He's still working his way back. So this is outstanding. This is uh, If you own Cousins, I think this is best case scenario here. So, uh, of course, you know, helped out a little bit tonight with Draymond Green out in this one. But uh, as you said, Neil, I think this is what we could expect from him going forward. And it's more than I thought. So uh, pretty good stuff from DeMarcus Cousins. And man, the Warriors are looking scary again, Neil. <laughs> this team, I mean, after that rough start, right? Like that felt like so long ago. I mean, re remember when Durant and Draymond Green were fighting? I mean, that felt like a lifetime ago now, man. This team's rolling again, and uh, we, we still got a long ways to go. So uh, pretty scary, man. Pretty scary. All right, I'm going to jump over to Indiana side. And um, pretty, I mean, they got blown out tonight, but some decent lines. Uh, Boj, uh, Bogdanovich with 15 points, doing his thing, giving you three threes and uh, on 5 of 13 shooting. Uh, Thaddeus Young, this one's a little bit of a letdown, 11 points, 4 assists and 7 rebounds is nice, 1-3 on 5-10 shooting, so that's okay. Uh, Miles Turner with 16 points, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 6 rebounds and assists on 7-12 shooting, that's a pretty decent line from him. Collison's been hot, man, definitely being helped out with uh, no Victor Oladipo, and he had 13 points with 8 assists. Tonight, you know, tough matchup for the Pacers. The Warriors, uh, they're like we just talked about them, right? Like probably the best team in the NBA. So not an easy matchup for them. Um, I'm encouraged by Holiday off the bench. He had 12 points, 
four assists, two rebounds, four out of five from downtown, four of eight from the line. It's not going to be his year, but I love this guy in dynasty leagues for the future. Uh, Sabonis, who I have in a ton of leagues, big letdown here. Only six points, three assists, five rebounds on three of eight shooting in 20 minutes. He should be much better going forward. Tyreek Evans also missed this game, which could have uh, boosted uh, Collison here. Actually, I should also say... um, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I already mentioned Turner. I'm going crazy here, man. Neil, what do you think of the Indiana Pacers? Did you mention this Edmund Summer guy? Sorry. You know, I didn't. His line wasn't too great, but it is worth noting. He got the start for, uh, I believe, Tyreek Evans. With Tyreek Evans being out, he got the start. You know, Neil, a lot of people are high on this guy. And uh, he, the shot wasn't falling tonight. It was only one of 10 for two points. Did have two steals and two blocks and three rebounds. So uh, I'm not sure how much time Tyreek Evans is going to miss. So I'm not going to make a move on this guy, but I'm watching him. He's really intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea who he is, so I just was uh, looking at his stat line, seeing he got a start, and it kind of confused me there. Um, I like what you said about Aaron Holiday. I think he is a future um, solid player in this league, Um, at least a start, perhaps a starting player sooner than later. And we'll see if he even makes it um, that case this year in Indiana. You know, this team's got to be totally devastated with the loss of. Um, although deep, like you said, they're still in the playoffs. Obviously, they're probably the fifth best team out east. And see how hard they play though down the stretch. Uh, they if they somehow fall out of it, um, uh, maybe Aaron Holiday gets a better shot. Maybe Sumner gets a shot. Maybe some of these guys uh, get some value down the stretch. You know, in those late last few weeks of the season. But we'll see. We'll see how competitive they remain. They still have a, a decent core group, but tonight obviously had to be deflating. Um, so I'm not sure where Indiana is going to end up this year. Um, and I, oh wait, last game, Denver, Memphis. Sorry. I got thrown off there. I'll start off with the Denver side. 95, 92, great comeback by Denver. They were down by 20, I believe in the second half of this game, or at least down by like around 19 and a half time. Uh, Jokic, uh, leads tonight, 24 points. He ended up with uh 10 of 20 shooting. Just one of eight from three point land though. Four steals. Uh, Gary Harris, Kind of a disappointing night in uh, 31 minutes. Just 4 of 11 shooting, no defensive stats, no three-pointers, 11 points. Uh, Barton had a solid game here, 20 points, five rebounds, two assists. Uh, Torrey Craig still starting but not doing much fantasy-wise. Paul Millsap, likewise. I thought he might have a bounce-back year. I didn't want to reach for him. I did not get him in any leagues. Was taken kind of higher than I expected him to be, and he is unfortunately kind of delivered on his expectations um down to 101st now in eight category leagues i kind of valued him around 60 or 70th and uh i'm glad i didn't get him um not much here to say about the nuggets you know they're kind of like often injured so other guys are stepping up um i don't know to do i mean malik beasley even though he had a great game tonight i don't trust him monte morris get some time i don't trust him it looks like um, I don't know exactly when Isaiah Thomas is going to be back and how he's going to be used, but that's going to kind of throw a wrench into the mix. So outside of their kind of core group of Jokic, Harris, uh, tonight um, Murray was out when he's back in. Those kind of three guys I trust um, 
Everyone else I'm a little scared scared about right now. What are your thoughts on uh, the Nuggets? Yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, you know, just those main guys. Those are the only guys I trust. All these other guys from night to night, their production, their minutes, their role, it varies. And um, hard to take a lot from this game with Murray missing as well. And um, yeah, so um, I'm just going to move on to the next team, the Memphis Grizzlies. And um, I was okay. So they got Kyle Anderson back and I was really encouraged that Holiday stuck in the starting lineup with the return of Anderson. I think this is good news if you have Holiday. Uh, I would probably stick with him 40 minutes tonight. Did not have a great game. Was only only nine points and assists, a rebound, two threes on three of nine shooting. But I love that he looks like he's going to stick with that starting unit. I think that could be great for him. Uh, Marcus Saul, 28 points. Seven turnovers tonight's not great, but two blocks, three assists, nine rebounds, two threes on 11 of 19 shooting, four of six from the line. Mike Conley with 23 points, one steal, 11 assists, three threes on eight of 16 shooting, four of six from the line. Kyle Anderson, I am very happy to see this guy back. Um, not the greatest game, but you know, likely shaking off some rust. Got 30 minutes, and so that's a really good sign. They must uh, feel that he's healthy and ready for a big workload. So nine points, a steal, a block, three assists, six rebounds. This is an encouraging line for his first game back after missing some time. So uh, let's hope he can get going for the second half of the season. Uh, JJJ, Neil, he gave me a scare in this one. I think he left the game briefly or had some minor injury. You know, just what I need. Uh, I lost Victor Oladipo. Uh, I lost uh, Capella. Uh, I have JJJ on that same team. So uh, that would have been brutal. But happy he returned to the game. Put up eight points, three blocks, two steals, seven rebounds. Um, you know, not the greatest game here. I have such high expectations for him. Really hoping he can start turning on for the rest of the season. Uh, not much else to talk about. Don't trust any of these bench guys. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Grizzlies? Grizzlies are interesting to me because uh, we know that Gasol and Conley, they're taking talks. They're taking uh, calls, I should say, to trade them. And then uh, building around JJJ for the future. Uh, let's see what that means for Kyle Anderson, Justin Holiday. Like you said, 40 minutes tonight, but only took nine shots. I have since parted on from him. Um, for whatever reason, doesn't feel like he's getting the other stats that he used to get. Uh, maybe that'll change with the Conley or Gasol move or both of them getting moved. Kyle Anderson could could benefit from that as well if he sticks around. So I am very much going to stand pat. I'm not going to... I don't know Kyle Anderson. I don't know if he's been dropped. I don't think I'm going to rush out to get him, although he is technically... Uh, he's 113th overall on a per-game basis. Um, Holiday has now fallen to 97th. He was once around 50th. So... I think he's going to continue to fall um, unless things drastically change in Memphis. So that's when I would pick up Holiday or Anderson. Right now, I am not running out to get those guys. Um, that's my thoughts. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with this team. I'm more curious from a reality perspective. and uh, Well, I should say both perspectives, but just also to see where Conley and Gasol go. Um, that's all for me. I think that's it for the games that are complete. Do you have anything else you want to add? 
nothing else from me, man. I am going to get out of here. But yeah, that last game, I think it's the Hawks and the Clippers. I believe they're at halftime right now. So I'm, I'm going to jump out of here. Neil will return for that one. Thank you guys so much for listening, supporting the show. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. He's at Ball with Neil. We love hearing from you guys. Special shout out to Brent for uh, the great question on Anthony Davis. Man, a lot of you guys probably uh, curious on what to do with Anthony Davis. So that was a great question. Uh, excited to be back for tomorrow. We got a great slate of games. I believe seven games on tap for tomorrow. So uh, should be another great night of NBA action. Thank you guys so much. And Neil will Neil will be right back. All right, on to the last two games of the evening. Oh, sorry, last game of the evening. It's usually two. I uh, just had one. Atlanta goes out to Los Angeles and gets a win over here, or a nice win over there, I should say, a 123-118, uh, led by a Trey Young who has been on fire the last month. Tonight um, shot a very... Strong 10 of 18 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3-point land, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 26.8 assists, 4 rebounds. He is 42nd overall in 8 category leagues, which is very comparable to Luka Doncic over the last month, I should say, uh, over the year. He's in the 70s in 8 category leagues, much better than I thought. Um, 9 cat cat leagues, uh, he's outside the top 100 because of those turnovers, but he has been... Um, playing better than I thought. I was not sure if he was going to be a great NBA player. And over the last month, he is starting to look like he is someone who clearly belongs in this league and could be a future all-star. Um, also, nice night, nice night from John Collins. Uh, a couple of defensive stats, which have been lacking this year. Steal a block. He has been phenomenal um, since coming back. Bembry, very quiet tonight. I do not trust him because of his percentages. He did go two of two from the line tonight. Defensive stats are usually strong. Three steals tonight. Um, Dwayne Dedman, double-doubles, 13-10. and 10. We'll see if he gets moved, if he does get moved at the deadline. Alex Len, who played 21 minutes tonight, 19 points, 9 rebounds, I think, needs to be owned. I'd almost speculate on adding him before the trade deadline as Atlanta most likely will be shipping off some assets including Kim Bazemore, excuse me, who is out right now. Um, and uh, we'll see if he comes back and plays for this team or if he's played his last game for them. Uh, Herter, another young player who should get a lot of runs second half of the season. Quiet tonight, just 2 of 10 shooting. Did have uh, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, a 3-pointer, 2 steals, and a block. So nice, nice compliment outside the shooting and the scoring. Uh, Jeremy Lin. He may get moved as well. 24 minutes tonight, a serviceable line, 13 points, two rebounds, four assists. And um, just watching this team to see, uh, again, Alex Len could be potentially viable second half of the season. Herder, I think, will be as well. Torian Prince came off the bench. I think I forgot to mention him. 30 minutes tonight, ramping back up to what we expect from him. Uh, Not a great night shooting. He also struggles with the percentages, three of nine from the field, three of five from the line but usually scores more than nine points, usually gets more than two rebounds, more than zero assists. Uh, did have two blocks tonight. On the Clippers side, Harris has been impressive all year as a fantasy player and a real-life player. 
uh, being the number one option on a very good team, uh, or I should say uh, at least a very competitive team. 30 points tonight, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 11 of 18 from the field, 2 three-pointers, 2 blocks. Gortakis' typical 16 minutes. Uh, Gilgis Alexander, um, decent line, 11 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists on 5 of 7 shooting. The shot was falling tonight, had a steal as well. Uh, Patrick Beverly, he's the one guy I guess most probably being observed right now or perhaps trending on the pickups tonight. 10 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. Shot just 1 of 5 from the field. Um, did go 8 of 8 from the line, so good to see that. 3 steals and a block. His defensive stats are coming around, but his field goal percentage is 38% on the season, so that keeps me away. Free throw percentage... Um, I think it's around 75%. Tonight it was 8 for 8, so had a good night there. I Gallinari may be back as early as next game um, or the game after. Who knows? Maybe he gets, does get kept out through the All-Star break. Uh, we'll see how long uh, that lingers and what then happens to Beverly once Gallinari comes back. I imagine he goes back to having a much reduced role at that time, so I'm not uh, looking to pick up Beverly Unless uh, something happens to Gallinari long-term, unless it looks like um, his back is going to hold him out for an extended period of time. Um, off the bench, Harrell and Williams continue to play very well and have strong fantasy relevancy. Um, Williams did struggle, though, from the field tonight, 4 of 17. Um, so than that, no other changes. Uh, that's going to do it for our show this evening. Thanks again for listening. You can... Um, Follow me on Twitter. I'm at BallWithNeil, B-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-N-E-I-L. Once again, our sponsor is Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Um, their website is HawaiianIsles.com, also available at Amazon.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on tomorrow night. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.